Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue the series on Sexy Saturday and talk about Gabrielle Anwar from the 90s. Now, some of you might be like, who, who is this? Is this the most obscure actress that you've done out of these 15 or so Sexy Saturdays? Maybe, but let me tell you, Gabrielle Anwar in my high school days, whoosh, beautiful, beautiful. And you might know her face. If you're older, like my age, you might know her from kind of, she did one or two kind of iconic movies back in the early 90s. And then if you're older and watch USA Network, you might know her from, from a later iteration. But Gabrielle Anwar was almost kind of like what Daisy Edgar Jones is now, in that she's just at her peak in the 90s. She has brown hair, beautiful eyes, fresh face, just, I mean, just, just kind of like almost could be sisters with Kimberly Williams from Father of the Bride. You guys have seen the original Steve Martin, Father of the Bride. Kind of have that look, just, just fresh-faced, just has that ingenue look that I like that I talked about in the episode of Emmy Russell. Just the fresh face, svelte figure. She's she's short, five two five three, brown eyes. But I think the great thing about Gabrielle Water is that she is able. She's been able to have a I wouldn't say like a level career after her '90s movies, but enough to pay the bills and for a lot of actors and actresses that that is sufficient would she like to be doing movies that are relevant i'm sure she would but again you know when you get a television show and you're on a big television show you are getting paid and you're doing what you love to do but she definitely fits the mold of the women that i like just sweet innocent looking ingenue look that she has so reviewing her filmography won't take long because she hasn't done much right she was born in the year of our Lord, 1970, and she got it big early on. I, I think she did some modeling, if I'm not mistaken, uh, before she kind of broke big. And she was doing kind of crappy movies early on that are not that famous. She did meet her first major partner, Craig Schaefer, while doing some of these movies, and they moved to Hollywood together, and then after that, uh, that's where she kind of got big. But they they starred in several really bad movies, In Pursuit of Honor, The Grave, Turbulence 3, Heavy Metal. And later on, she appeared in the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers music video to The Great Wide Open. And then she had a guest appearance on 90210. And then from there, she kind of got the big role which is in Scent of a Woman. So if you've not seen Scent of a Woman, that's where Pacino is is, is really starting his hoo-yah, that kind of post. You know, there's two Pacinos. There's the quiet, taciturn Pacino of the 70s. And I wouldn't say that's not true. I guess that's more Michael Corleone. But because you look at Dog Day Afternoon, I wouldn't say he's quiet. But I think there's like two 
two worlds of Pacino. It's like pre-scent of a woman, post-scent of a woman. He wins the Academy Award, unjustifiably so, for scent of a woman. May and I talked about it in, in, in Best Actor wins. He wins that. That's just more of an homage to, I think, his career at that point. But since 1992, almost all of his his portrayals are just over the top. You think of Devil's Advocate any given Sunday in a lot of movies he did in the 90s, early 90s, just kind of over the top. But either way, so she has a very small role when she when he wants to dance the tango and he's trying to teach Chris O'Donnell's character, the young boy who's escorting him around New York, how how essentially how to be how to be around women. So she's the lovely girl that's at the restaurant and they do the tango together. So she has that role. Before that, she did Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. I do remember this movie. This is a movie where she plays a horse rider of diving horses. I guess this was a thing like 100 years ago where women would dive off of some sort of platform with their horse into water. I I don't know how that would work, but that's actually the first time I saw her. What, what, I was just like, God, this this girl is beautiful. Ninety three, she does for love of money. This is the movie she does with Michael J. Fox, where it's it's probably one of his like lesser quality movies back when when he was doing like Secret of My Success, and and he, it, we forget that Michael J. Fox post Back to the Future had a film career, you know, Casualties of War, and he did other movies like that, but. Uh, this is a movie where he runs a hotel and she's one of the, the people that are coming in and out of that uh, hotel. And she's the love interest to him there. In 93, she also does Three Musketeers. This is the laughably bad Three Musketeers because we've done several versions of this, Hollywood has. This is the one with Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie Sheen, Chris O'Donnell again. And you got it over, over, over the top portrayal by... Um, Tim Curry, he's, I think Cardinal Richelieu, he's the, the antagonist, and he's just eating up scenery in that movie. And she plays, I don't remember who she plays in that. I think she plays the queen. I think she plays the queen, the the queen, uh, the future mother of Louis XIV, and uh, and so forth. So again, not, not a large role in that movie, but certainly looking good, looking beautiful. And, and I think She's well cast in that movie because she's got that fresh face and she would fit really well into those period movies, though I don't think she probably is a good enough actress to do that. In 95, she does Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. That's a movie with Andy Garcia. Didn't do that well. And then, you know, after that, you just kind of see her career not going anywhere. And she does some movies with her her, her lover, Craig Schaefer. And then, I mean, just these movies... Again, The Grave, Nevada, Sub Down, Beach Movie, The Manor, Kimberly. She plays Kimberly. If you only knew the guilty, you know, if the, the, you know it's bad when most of these movies don't even have a Wikipedia link to describe them. That just tells you how bad these movies are. So she's doing all these horrible movies, and then eventually, she's like. I maybe should try television because I'm not getting anything over here. And so she goes to TV. Let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. 
We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 2017, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So she does Burn Notice. That's the movie that I think maybe, or I'm sorry, the TV show that I think some of you might know her from would be from Burn, from Burn Notice. I did not watch this show. This is on the USA Network. Uh, but she did this show for six years. And she plays Fiona Glennan. And she's one of the top two, three leads in this show. And this is one... USA Network was cranking out Suits and a lot of other other relatively successful TV shows. And so she was on this for six years and it, and it kind of brought her back into somewhat relevance because, I mean, she was going seven... I mean, look, you, you look from... I would say her last somewhat relevant movie was Three Musketeers or Things to Do in Denver when you're dead. It's 95. So she's going through one of the longest deserts that you could go to. It's like 12 years of nothing. 12 years of nothing. And then she does this television show, which I think is like some, some, some sort of spy show. And she does that for six years. She stops doing that in 2013. And really, after that, she just really hasn't done much. She did do uh, Once Upon a Time, that fairy tale ABC show where she plays Lady Rapunzel. So she does that, but really since then hasn't done anything at all, at all, at all, at all. So personal life, as I mentioned, she was with Craig Schaefer. Now I remember Craig Schaefer. He's probably most famous for being in A River Runs Through It, that old movie from the 90s. I particularly remember him. And also probably from the program, that football movie with um, James Caan. It's kind of like the corruption about college football. He's the quarterback in that. I always remember him as being the bad guy in what is my favorite John Hughes movie, Some Kind of Wonderful. And I talk about my five favorite rom-cons. I think it's like episode 20. But he plays the bad guy in that opposite Eric Stoltz and um, Leah Thompson. So that's how I remember. But they they dated for quite a long time. And as I mentioned, they did a lot of movies together. But they had a child that was born in 1993. And then later she married a guy named John Varea, who she had a son and a daughter. And yeah, so they're all grown up. And as I mentioned, she is 53 years old. So I mean, look, it, it, in, in terms of her beauty, I think she made the mistake of what a lot of women do when they get into their 40s is the plastic surgery. So if you if you look at Bird Notice or just look at pictures from Bird Notice, you can tell she's had work done. She's had a facelift, brow brow lift and stuff like that. And it's just sad because she was just beautiful. She didn't have to do those things at all in the first place. She just aged well. But sometimes if 
women are not really grounded or don't have people in their life to tell them stop doing the plastic surgery they do the plastic surgery and she's just one of those women that just was just such a beautiful girl uh, when she was younger and she just has incredible genes and didn't need to do the plastic surgery it's not like horrifically bad plastic surgery but you can tell she's had plastic surgery her daughters not surprisingly are quite beautiful and they look like her too but in closing cabrio anwar was never a no offense to her, but never like a top quality actress. And that even at her peak, her peak was small roles. She didn't have a lead in any of the movies that she's famous for. At the best, she was the number two, like for love of money. But she was never, you know, leaving a movie. But she's just a girl that I remember from my high school years who was just quite lovely. And that's why I want to do an homage to her. Guys, please rate and review either on Apple or Spotify. There's two links in the notes here. One's for PayPal to make a donation if you like. And the other one is a link to the website where you can see all the and listen to all the Eclectical Google Radio feeds, including this one. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.